feet. Knocks off number one, Indiana. Brent Spillane continues to be the hottest thing in college baseball. The Illini win it over Ohio State, 28 to 21 at the Horseshoe in Columbus. Darren for the tie. He got it. Oh, he got it. 80-80. Welcome to Oski Talk. I am Patch Catazone with Anthony Pasquale, and welcome to the bye week where we have nothing to talk about. Yeah, we don't really have much <laughs> in terms of football, basketball, or Illini no. sports, but there's some big news on campus. There is huge news. Cams is officially closing October 20th, and it's super depressing and sad. Yeah, but... I guess I'll be the, the bearer of the good news. Yeah. There will be a new CAMS. Um, it's either opening up on New Year's Eve or at the beginning of second semester. So we'll have it for two and a half years. Yeah. And it's actually, it, like, it's going to be called CAMS, but it's going to be made up of three bars called CAMS, Stands, and Second Chance. There's a basement, a main level. There's going to be, like, food, like a restaurant type, like Joe's kind of. And then there's an upstairs that has a beer garden. They're bringing part of the wall at CAMS to the new place and, like, the, the tabletop with all the names signed into it. So there's a lot of thought going into it. And the main thing is CAMS right now can hold about 700 people at, like, max capacity, and this place can hold 1,200 comfortably. So definitely a much bigger place. There's going to be food there, and it's not in extremely far. It's obviously not as close to the main quad, but it's where all the bars are now. Yeah, um, it's where the hub is. I mean, if you're it's if you're a student, you know, Lion, the hub. hub, Lion, Cams, and then these two new bars that are coming with it. So I don't know like, what that's gonna look like. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, it, I mean, it definitely will. In theory, more people will be going out, and they'll all be going out around the same spot. Right, and that's where all like the seniors live, so that makes it easier for them. I think that was a big part of it, and like the whole idea that. You know, Cochran has obviously bought cams, and he owns a lot of the property over there, so yeah. he's going to get a lot of money. <laughs> more money from it, and obviously. Then, I mean, in theory, with it closing, Lion, Joe's, and The Hub, and probably even the bars on Green Street, you know, Murphy's, Brothers, they'll all get an uptick while cams is closed. Yeah. Then once cams reopens, I think Lion, The Hub, and cams will be like the three main spots because it's all in that area. All in that area, and yep. then. Joe's and then the Green Street Bar might take a little bit of some hits. Some outs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, um, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just not going to be the same. I feel like as long as they have some of the murals, like, you know, the mural. The wall. The wall. Yeah. yeah the wall I know that, they're taking some bricks. I don't know how they're going to be able to move the whole wall. I don't yeah. know if that's even possible, but yeah. definitely something they should try to do because yeah. you go to camps for the wall. Yeah, basically. I mean, anyone who visits U of I, like, I don't know if you're friends, they always ask to go to there and yeah. take the picture, take a picture right in front of Alma. Yeah, it's like, all right, whatever. Um, but, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a bi week episode when we're leading with cams. cams. <laughs> yeah, I took my parents, they came last weekend. I took them to cams, um, because my, my cousin really wanted to, like, get them in there. And, uh, that would be it for them. That was yeah. it. I've had a few people texting me saying that they're upset that they're never going to make it to cams or that they're going to oh, try yeah. to visit in the next, like, two weeks to try to make that happen. So, obviously... Yeah, there's going to be an influx of people. Yeah, it's going to be in the next couple weeks. For the next few weeks. Yeah. But, you know, like Patrick mentioned, this is the bi-week episode, so not a ton of 
you know, substance to talk about, but we're going to have a little fun with our next segment. We're going to each give you our personal Mount Rushmore for Illinois. So not the Red Grange, yeah. all of that. We're going to give you our The guys who have made own. the most, yeah, most impact on us in our lives. Okay. And we're going to do a snake draft. So, um, And the first pick is going to be decided by a coin flip. So Patrick, flip the coin. All right. Tails. It is Tails. You get the first All pick right. in the so draft. All right, so with the first pick in our Mount Rushmore draft, I'm going to take a pretty easy one, Io DeSumo. I'm going to take Io because... A super easy pick. It's, it's super easy, but it's, he, it's, it's also right like, pick. there's so many stories already, and yeah. he's been on campus for a year. I mean, tell him. me and you had a class with him, yeah. and we, uh, the first day of school, there's all this hype around him and Samba, but mostly him. And people kept on telling me, like, that kid's going to be in the NBA. And I was like, wow, that kid's going to be in the NBA. And you try to talk to him, and you're like, hey, Io, what's up? Notify. Huh? Yeah, he'd be like, hey, uh, you, hey, good luck this year. Notify. Notify. Yeah, that, that was his thing. <laughs> so notify. Thing. And, I mean, the whole year I just wondered what the heck he meant by notify. But just thinking about it, I had class with a future NBA, NBA player, player, probably. Yeah. And then, and I mean, I guess you could say the legend of Io DeSumo was really – brought front and center when he fueled that game against Michigan State. I was one of the people who stormed the court. I took a picture with Io. That part, I don't know if I'll have a better um, climax in my Illinois hit career than that moment when the buzzer sounded, ran on the court, and I was hugging and shaking hands with Io, Georgie, Trent. That was awesome. That was awesome. So first pick in... Uh, my first pick is D Brown. Um, I just grew up like watching him, and like I don't know, like when I was five and six, I was watching him. It's just like my my mom was an alumni, so like we watched the games, and and when when they almost won it all, like good memories of that. So D Brown, big impact on my life. Mm-hmm. And we're there doing a snake draft, so you get another pick in a row. So my second pick, I actually switched it up because I just thought of him, which is bad because he probably should have been my first pick. It's Brandon <laughs> Paul. Um, love Brandon Paul. That guy is the last guy who brought us to a tournament. Um, when I was growing up, like I got, I was like super into Illinois basketball back then, and I was like, "This is our year!" Like every year, I'm still like that. <laughs> I always think it's our year, but like, I don't know. Brandon Paul just was so amazing when I was young, so I felt like he's my second pick. My second pick is a pretty easy one in terms of like Illinois history altogether. Um, but I actually got to meet him. Dick Butkus is my next one. Obviously, he's a Hall of Fame linebacker, both for Illinois and the Bears. He's got a statue coming soon, but um, and like my dad has autographed pictures of him on our wall and all that type of stuff. But I actually got a chance to meet him once, and just talking to a guy that has done that much for two organizations, both University of Illinois and the Bears, that I grew up rooting for or at least watching. Um, has to be on my list just after Io here. Yeah, absolutely. Number um, three. Oh yeah, I get another pick in a row. Snake draft, um, baby. I'm gonna take kind of a surprise here. I'm gonna go Andy Fisher. Um, I didn't obviously. I don't think anybody can say they grew up watching Illinois baseball. Mm-hmm. That that's not really a thing. But just in one year covering the team, just how warm, welcoming, and honest he was to yeah. me as a media member. Whereas it almost felt like he was my friend the whole mm-hmm. time. Um, he did a ton for Illinois baseball over the four years and wishing him nothing but success with the Reds or wherever else he goes in his career. Yeah. 
I think that was an easy one. Guy who's obviously really helpful. And then I think I have three pick. I have two picks, right? Yeah. Uh, third number four. three is Reggie Corbin. Yeah. Um, cool. Really like. I feel like he's probably the best player that I'll watch as a student. Um, yeah. So I think I got it. I had to put him in there. Interviewed him a couple times. He seemed like he was a good interview. Down to earth guy. I mean, when I asked him his goal for the year, he didn't say I want to rush for two thousand yards or I want to do this or I want to do that. He said, "Get all my offensive linemen drafted. That's what I want to do. I want to get them drafted. That's awesome. That is so cool. Very cool. Um, Yeah. So really liked him. Easy number three. Number four comes a little bit out of nowhere. Uh, Ravante Rice. Uh, you remember Ravante Rice? I don't actually. Okay, I have a Ravante Rice jersey. <laughs> um, fun fact: I bought a T-shirt jersey um, on the U of I athletics website for like my birthday. Like my parents got me it, and they accidentally sent me a jersey. So I for twenty bucks, I got a Ravante Rice jersey that's probably worth like at the time sixty bucks. I don't know; it's probably worth like ten bucks now. <laughs> um, but he was uh, he's a guy who trans Champagne native guy who transferred here. Um, he was the guy after Brandon Paul that we always like. I always watched, um, and he almost brought us to a tournament, but he didn't. So uh, he's number four. Hope we could one day talk to Ravante Rice. I'm gonna try and make that happen. All right, but uh, we'll see. Um, my fourth is another Illinois basketball guy from just one year. I think Georgie has just kind of redefined the culture of Illinois basketball. It's fun because of Georgie. Yep. Um, getting to talk to him a few times. I mean, when I announced the one game against Florida Atlantic, he came, instead of the scores table, he came to our table to stretch. And it was really uncomfortable because he was stretching like right into my face. And then when like we made eye contact, he just made a kissy face at me. And I just thought that was so funny. And um, I asked him, are we going to beat these guys? And he said, we don't worry about these guys. We worry about ourselves. Obviously, they lost that game. Not a, <laughs> not a great look. They didn't worry about themselves enough. But um, George has just been off. You see him on campus all the time, and he's just a guy. It's like, hey, there's Georgie. And everybody's looking at him. Everybody loves him. So he comes in at fourth on my list. All right. Well, that'll do it for our Mount Rushmore here. Why don't we do some uh, honorable, honorable mentions? mentions? Yeah. Okay, I got some great ones. Um, <laughs> I'll go first, um, and then you can round us out. So my honorable mentions, um, I've got Reggie on my honorable mentions list um, just because he's the best football player I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. I've got Michael Massey just because he was the best baseball player on the team we covered last year. Um and I've also got Lovey Smith, and before you guys torch <laughs> me for it, just yeah. because growing up watching him coach my favorite football team and now getting a chance where I almost work with him, yeah, that's just cool. Very cool. I, right. wish, I wish recruits thought the same Yeah, right? <laughs> they don't. <laughs> it's pretty clear. Um, uh, my honorable mentions, Wes Lunt, quarterback for the Illini. Um, I'll stop there. Um <laughs> Aaron Jordan, I feel like is yeah. I talked to Aaron Jordan actually the other day when I, we were tailgating. I just saw him like, "Hey, what's up, Aaron? Like, how's how's the new job?" He's like, "Oh, I love it. Like, really like being here." You know, he's very down to earth. Yeah, I was just like, "Hey, thanks for being a Illini. Like, you epitomize what it means to be an Illini. Like, you are Illinois. So, thank you." Um, so I've put in there Donovan Young, okay. running back for Illini, two thousand and. 14, I think it was, when we went to the Heart of Dallas Bowl. I went to that Northwestern game at Northwestern, and we beat them somehow. 
Funny story. At that game, I saw another a man, a grown man, sneeze on another man and have like a a snot rocket go right into this guy's shirt. It was disgusting, but we won. Um, and we like we went down on the field afterwards, and I got a picture with Donovan Young. I, sh- I remember it being really good. So. I think I might add to my honorable mention list, Michaela Shore. Okay. Um, just because my family was always Northwestern, like rooting for. And I was always attracted to orange and blue, so whenever they played, I rooted for Illinois. Of course. And that Northwestern game at Wrigley Field, McKellar Shore just went off. Yeah. And I think that's why I'd, I'd throw him on there. Um, one more person I have to say, Josh Ferguson, because he was probably the second best football player that we've had. Geronimo. Geronimo. Gmo was pretty good too. That so honorable looks... mention both those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That looks like all the time we have here today on the Oski Talk Pad podcast for Patrick Hattazone. I'm Anthony Pasquale. We'll talk to you guys next week. It'll be a game week. Illinois plays Minnesota. Stay tuned.